Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Gorgeous souls. I hope you're having a good week so far. How are the holidays treating you? Have you been going to a bunch of parties and doing all of the, the fun stuff? We haven't actually had too many Christmas obligations, which has been really kind of nice. Definitely more downtime. And I'm sure some of that is people aren't doing as many holiday parties this year, but also... I work for myself. Levi works remotely. He traveled for a week for work and kind of got to do a Christmas party there. But um, myself, I've been doing more of like the cozy stuff, watching movies, having like yummy foods. I had a baking day with my mother-in-law. I think it was last week or the week before. I have another one with her and my great aunt as well. And... um one with a friend today, a baking day. So little things here and there, but it's been really nice watching lots of movies and all of the fun stuff. And I am, this is just a little sidebar. I have been watching Hallmark movies, Netflix movies, you know, Christmas type movies for as long as I can remember. Like growing up, that's what we watched even. And I think it's so beautiful like I watched um Netflix is what it was on I think it's called single all the way and it's about a mixed interracial couple they end up being a couple at some point uh and I think it's so uh, you know great that they're putting in more I saw an article last year about how there was definitely like people of color missing from the holiday movie sector and seeing that on Netflix they had had not only a gay couple but also um, 
an interracial couple was beautiful. So I loved that about it. And then it was just really funny because it was on Netflix. So I do tend to like the Netflix holiday movies more than Hallmark just because they're a little less cheesy, but we all know the plot line. Somebody randomly falls in love with somebody that they're not supposed to actually like or be in love with, and they end up together. So it is what it is, but they're feel good, and I think it's really fun. And there was another one on there, and now I'm blanking on Oh, it's called Love Hard. So if you're looking for holiday movies, this should be out before Christmas, so you can kind of watch some. But Love Hard is actually about a catfishing situation, which kind of made me laugh, and it was really cute as well. But other than that, I will just be baking and watching movies and celebrating the holidays with family coming up, so I can't complain. All right, today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that ends up inadvertently coming up a lot in my life when I'm talking with friends or family and especially with clients. So, and I used to be this person, so I, I definitely feel this. I, for the longest time, thought that my masculine energy what was was what was out of balance. Now, even though I'm somebody who's very, um, you know, probably aggressive in some situations, I'm very outspoken and not afraid to say what I need or what I want in certain situations, it's definitely comes from a needy place when your feminine is out of whack. And so what I mean by that is my masculine was full throttle. I was always ready to kind of fight my way to the top, to be more competitive, to do better, to do more, to be more in control, to regimented, all of those kind of things. And at the time, I always thought like I had to compete and do more because my masculine wasn't like I wasn't fully owning who I was. And so I would compete, you know, in specifically probably more in work or even in friendships, things like that. But what I've come to realize and what I've definitely worked on was it was actually my feminine energy that was out of sync with everything else. The ability for me to believe that I could receive just because I could, the belief system that things would get taken care of even if I didn't do them, the sitting back and allowing myself to be in desire and pleasure, the flowy pieces of feminine energy, those type of things were definitely missing from my life. And while it's crazy how many times I will pull my own like tarot or oracle cards or, you know, have a friend do some for me, how often self-care and allowing more play and more feminine energy into my life comes up. It's a, it's a constant reminder. I am Aries, which is fire, which is masculine. So I do tend to naturally fall towards a masculine energy anyways. But if you're familiar with any kind of either spiritual or religious aspect, depending on, you know, Eastern culture, if you're familiar with any of those yin and yang, the masculine and the feminine, the black and white, the dark and light, all of that is a a balance of talking about the energies that we have in our life. And I want to put something first really quick before we get into it. Both men and women need both types of energy. This isn't 
women only need feminine and men only need masculine, both and any other type of however you decide to identify it, you have to have both because masculine is the the taking action, the going after what you want, the drive, and the feminine is that receiving power, that pleasure, that desire. Everyone wants all of that in their life. So no matter where you fall on the spectrum, this is is for you. Or if you don't, if you don't even identify as that, you still need to have these pieces of moments where you're working with one energy or the other or in combination with the two and kind of having those in balance will help your life feel easier, more in flow, and um, more energetically aligned with what you're trying to call in regardless of what it is. So that is just my little caveat on when I talk about feminine and masculine energy. All right. What, how, how has it seemed to me that our feminine energy has kind of dwindled away as a whole. We have been living in a very masculine-driven society. We are structured. We show up to work. We work overtime. We are on timelines, deadlines. Our workouts are intense. Our food options are intense. We have all of these kind of like restrictive diets and things that are happening. You know, the and nothing's wrong with any of them. This is just very masculine. The the paleo and the um, carb less carbs and the hit workouts and the boot camps and the CrossFit. Again, all of these are great workouts. There's nothing wrong with any of them. And and diets. I, I haven't tried all of those. They these are just very masculine driven um, because it is a pushing yourself workout versus a receiving and nourishing workout or diet, you know, talking about this. It's that constant need to get the next raise, buy the bigger house to, um, you know, be the strongest, be the fastest, be the smartest, just that very masculine driven energy, hustle culture, huge, huge, huge. Everyone loves hustle and people like Gary V and the 75 hard challenge and, and things like that. Again, they all have their time and place, but there's a reason that 75 hard challenge is considered a hard challenge and not a feminine flowy challenge. So our culture in general kind of glorifies the masculine and obviously we have a patriarchy on top of all of that that we are working to reassemble. I don't like to say dismantle. I feel like that's kind of not, I, I want to reassemble whatever kind of hierarchy we put into place or unification that we have, but that's not for this topic. So anyways, that is where we have been told that the feminine doesn't have a place in society. When I I have clients, I am literally hired to help people process emotions. Like that's one of the main things that we do. We process emotions. We work on embodiment. We work on feeling our way through things so we can manifest. We work on mindset. But a lot of it, probably 75, 85% of my work comes back to people processing emotions. And people have paid me to be there with them. And they will still apologize when they're crying to me, which is so mind-blowing. And this was, I had this epiphany, 
I don't know, a few months ago, and I've definitely been working. I don't like to immediately have an epiphany or an idea or download and come back and kind of immediately talk on it. I like to feel through it, embody it myself, and start to work on it and make sure it feels right in my body. And I had that come up, and it's because we're told emotions are weak. We are told that crying when we're frustrated or angry or sad or depressed or anxious isn't okay. And there are women that I talk to that something happens at work and instead of feeling their emotions, they go and cry in the bathroom stall. Or in this case, they hire an embody an embodiment coach and apologize to me for feeling those emotions, which is just another way that our feminine has been shut down. And one thing I have been working on is number one, when I'm a super emotional person, I feel all the things I have defined emotional solar plexus. And so everything flows through me for my own feelings. So I cry a lot. And one thing that I have been working on is, you know, if, if my feelings are valid in a situation, like if there's no, you know, I'm not being mean to anyone and nothing crazy has happened. If my feelings are, I've stopped apologizing for it. If I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. If I tear up, I'm going to tear up. If I have emotions, I say them, I feel them. And that's it. Like that's all I need. And there's some study and you can look it up or some scientific kind of outlook on it that a heightened emotion only lasts 90 seconds. So if you think about it, just letting yourself have those 90 seconds to like really feel it versus like shutting it down, you can move through it so much quicker. But I wanted to talk after that conversation with a client where it hit me that she's apologizing, even though she's paying me to be here to do this exact work. And we have shut it down so long and it's so, it can feel so uncomfortable to kind of unearth that energy, that feminine energy, that magnetism and start to harness it in our day-to-day life. And so I thought it would be a really good episode to kind of go over some things on how you can do that, what to look out for, to see how you're feeling, all of those kind of things. So what it can look like if you have either a like suppressed or wounded feminine. A lot of people say wounded. Sometimes it's not even necessarily wounded. It's just conditioned and you may not have even had any kind of trauma around it. It could have been something as simple as like a little boy growing up and saying, little boys don't cry, little boys don't cry. And maybe nothing was super tragic. Like they just skin their knee and you know, you say big boys don't cry, which never, never say that to your kids. You're allowed to feel your emotions, but It doesn't have to be something that was super traumatic. It just can be conditioned in. Obviously, you can have trauma around this, and that definitely can. So wounded feminine is what most people like to say. Sometimes I just say suppressed or our our conditioned feminine energy, which means don't have any. Um, Any of those are kind of interchangeable. So if I say anything like that, that's what I mean. If you are burnt out, frustrated, exhausted, having breakdowns, you know, the the kind where you're just like crying and you don't know what's going on. All of those are probably a sign that your feminine energy hasn't been allowed to flow through you, hasn't been in place to um, allow you to kind of receive and be in a place of more equilibrium. If you have crazy eating patterns, nourishment is actually 
on the side of the feminine energy. And that is from a place of like feeding yourself foods and things, not even just foods, but anything that you're taking in in a nourishing, very um, self-loving type of way. So, um, you know, maybe you eat really well Monday through Friday, you binge on the weekends. Hello, I've been there. Um, Those kind of things. If you have high stress of any kind, adrenal fatigue, if you're feeling that in your body, like that anxious feeling in your chest, all of those kind of things. If your receiving has not been turned on, if you feel like your manifestations haven't been coming through, if you feel like um, things aren't working out for you or what you want isn't isn't there. Um, And then this one's a little bit controversial and I get it. I am right there with you. It's being, I don't really know um, another word, but like ultra independent. And what I mean by that, we, we love an independent girl. We love an independent woman. Um, somebody that knows what she wants, goes after it and is good with it. But there's a difference between cutting people off because you can't work through the emotions, you can't feel through something, or not allowing somebody into your space because their energy doesn't match yours. So I actually saw a TikTok that kind of, I feel like really um, kind of embodied this in a good way, because I do see some, like, some people with the independent, like, uh, I can do things on my own. I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I'm good being single. No man's ever going to live up to my expectations. Like, this is just me. This is who I am. Yada, yada. Well, those can definitely come from a good place. If you think about it, would you want a man that would, and I'm saying this from a male, female, but obviously replace it with, with whatever gender you're in looking for relationships with. But would you want a male to, or a man to support you, to hype you up, to do the dishes when needed, to go grocery shopping when you're busy, to put gas in the car because it's cold out, all of those kind of things? Yeah, like I want to be supported. I I take on um, kind of a queen-like energy. Like a queen doesn't have to have a king, but does she like being supported? Does she like being, I guess, like the image that always comes to mind is like an old, like maybe more like Greek, Roman kind of empire where they're just kind of like laying around and like men are bringing the women like, grapes off of the vine kind of situation like that kind of support like you don't have to worry everything's always taken care of for you your home is clean your bed's made up somebody helps you with your hair and makeup it's that very like supportive receiving energy even though the queen runs the show doesn't need any of it she can feed herself she can make her bed But does it feel good? Does that like feel good to like have to do everything on your own? No, 100% not. So when I say ultra independent, that's what I mean. There's a difference between like being completely and wholly okay with yourself and knowing who you are and what you want. And then also being able to receive the things that you want, being able to receive the type of man, woman, partnership that you're looking for in your life, any of those kind of things. And then... The other part of it, um, a one, um, this is also maybe kind of controversial. 
I do not stand behind any sort of my better half, you complete me, um, my soulmate, whoever is like the match to my soul that makes me feel better. Like, yes, your partner should definitely hype you up and make you feel beautiful because you are and smart and intelligent and boss babe energy, but they don't complete you. Your energy as a whole is completely a hundred percent divine on its own. And I don't, um, even as somebody who very much enjoys my marriage, I'm so, so lucky. We have never, that that's not even terminology we use. So that could come from a personal place, but I absolutely cringe when I see something like, oh, he came along and completed the, you know, or filled in the holes that I never knew were missing and I can't do it. So um, Wounded Feminine is kind of more of a match than a fill-in, if that makes sense. So those are some things to look for when you have Wounded Feminine. I've probably had and still go through phases of most of those type of things. Even the ultra-independent, um, I can even uh, do that in like my day-to-day life. Something as simple as, I had a coach one time tell me, you know, when you go to the grocery store or the liquor store, for example, and you get a lot of groceries, or maybe you don't, maybe you only get one bag and somebody offers to take it out. My gut reaction was always like, no, I've got it. I've got it. Cause I do like, I have no issue doing any of that. I have no issue carrying my own bags. Like I'm perfectly capable. And she challenged me to <laughs> accept it whenever somebody said it. And it was so uncomfortable so uncomfortable the first few times where I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm having this person carry a bag, you know, with three wine bottles in it that I could carry myself or, you know, whatever it is at the, at the moment. And it really opened my eyes up to where my feminine energy was compared to my masculine. So that's just something to think about when people offer to do things for you, do you do it on your own? And even if it comes from a place of like, Maybe you, I I don't know, you're going to cook dinner. You're going to, you're going to bake a cake and your husband, wife, partner says, Hey, I can, I can make it for you if you want to relax. Even if you come from a place of like, no, I'll do it because you want to control it because you know, it'll turn out in a certain way when you do it. That's still coming from a wounded feminine. That is saying that I don't trust and believe that somebody else can help me achieve the results, can help support me, can be there for me, even when it would be really nice for me to take a 30-minute nap or to watch a, a movie or to go do some yoga and stretch or whatever that means. So just think about that the next time you turn down support. So, okay, I want to touch on one thing when we're talking about feminine energy. I don't believe that it has to be a meek, mild husband, male figure, masculine energy is the head of household. You know, I don't really subscribe to that. I think it's an equal, equal, um, partnership or even in your own life, just it's, it's a balance of being supported and, um, being on the other side of that more, outward energy. So receiving versus outward type energy, because I see a lot. I don't know how I got on this on TikTok, but it was 
about dark feminine energy and it was the the feminine has to submit to the masculine for it to work and I don't necessarily agree maybe to the terms it does not mean to be submissive but it does mean to give up control in the sense like this cake baking analogy that I just came up with that you are giving up the control or the idea that you have to be the only one to do it, that you have to be the only person that can handle this and kind of giving that control away, which I guess could be another word, uh, another term for submissive. I like detachment, like detaching from the outcome of the situation and just deciding that you like being supported in that moment. Like that feels very good, which detachment's a huge part of manifestation. It's not the forcing of something to make it happen. It's that, okay, it's going to come to me how it comes to me. And if you haven't listened to my episode, I think it was two episodes ago about success stories for manifestations. Like I didn't have to do anything. They, they they showed up into my life beautifully. So that's that kind of detachment or quote unquote submission to letting things happen. So I just want to say if you start going out there and looking at feminine energy and again, I don't know how I got on dark hashtag dark feminine TikTok, which is like light and dark feminine. I don't really believe in that. I think feminine and masculine energy are all encompassing on their own and there's just different pieces of it. But Maybe check it out if that's something you're into. I don't know. I don't know how I ended up there, but it's an interesting thing for me to kind of look at and study for sure. So, okay. We've talked about what it is, what it's not when it comes to feminine energy or in a healthy expression of it. And I want to give you some very quick free tips on how we can start to cultivate the feminine energy, to awaken it, to bring it forth, to help balance out the masculine, to kind of put yourself in that equilibrium state and and overall just help you embody more of your feminine energy. I think, I I don't know, I had some stat and I'm pretty sure like 97% of the people that listen to this are women, but if you're not, that's fine too because um, you need it as well. So these are all going to be free tips and start implementing one of these kinds like every day, you know, for a week and see how you feel. And if you don't like it, move on to one, something else. So meditate. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. People hate meditating and I was definitely one of them when it started, which is exactly why you need it. Meditation is the exact opposite of masculine energy. It is the sitting still, the being with yourself, the full embodiment of where you are and being in the presence. So even just what I had to do and what I suggest all my clients that are new, like new to meditation at all, get on, um, uh, like Spotify, Apple music. I always use YouTube, find a guided three to five minute meditation. A guided meditation will keep your mind on task of walking you through a visualization or, um, you know, a body scan, something of that nature. It'll keep you at least in your body in the moment versus like letting your mind wander. So definitely meditate. And again, three to five minutes, I tell you will change your life because that is how my whole, whole journey down this rabbit hole started. So I did three to five minute meditations. It was a three minute meditation where I put one hand on my heart, one on my lower belly, and I would follow a breathing pattern for three minutes. And I did that 
for like months and it changed my life. So meditate, be with yourself, be in the moment. Okay. I touched on that at the beginning, talking about workouts, hit CrossFit, um, you know, cycling, even just really hardcore cardio things, lifting extremely heavy things that are all definitely good for your body. And I fully support an exercise regimen. However, we are only giving ourselves the masculine energy through that workout, moving our energy in a masculine way when we're subscribing to those type of workouts, which I love a lot of those. I love a hit workout. I love lifting weights. I love cardio, but allowing yourself one to two workouts a week that are very feminine led energy will help change so much. So yoga, Pilates, walking in nature, a really good, yummy 20 minute stretch, like anything that is like slow and flow and kind of like elongating and allowing yourself to kind of tap back into that feminine, like, ah, like that kind of receiving that feels really good. And so when I say yoga, I don't mean like a 90 minute hot power yoga session, which I like that too. But I mean, more of a yin yoga, a soft flow a you know, nice stretch, those kind of things to release the emotions that are being held within your body. Okay. Some sort of creative activity. So drawing, sketching, creating music, creating graphics online, um, doing even controversial, but even doing social media, like in a intentional way, like creating something that feels good, that is funny, that's entertainment, that's pretty, that's artistic, any sort of, you know, painting, ceramics, something creative creation is a feminine aspect. So using that, um, in your writing, write a book, a blog post, anything like that. All of those kind of things would be really good at harnessing that. Okay? Be in nature more. Go outside. Get some sunshine. Sit under the moon. Walk through the woods. Ground. Take in big deep breaths of the cooler air that's outside right now. Just be outside. Being outside in nature, number one, is extremely harmonious for the body because nature is a perfect example of masculine and feminine energy. Just so many, so many different ways. So any of that, just kind of that being present when you're out in it. Don't, you know, be out raking leaves, forcing yourself to sweat and bag up 12 bags of leaves. Like actually be in nature. Even just go have a picnic outside and have a glass of wine and indulge in some like of your favorite food, some yummy vegan cheese and crackers or regular cheese if you're not vegan. <laughs> um, you know, that kind of thing. Just that ah, it feels really good to be here. Okay? One that's kind of, you know, maybe a little bit out there. Have more sex. If you are in a partnership, have sex. If you aren't, masturbate, whatever. Get into that feeling good just to feel good. Or even if you don't climax with your partner, masturbate on your own and and get to that point where you can feel good that receiving, like the actual, like vagina is a receiving portal. Like that's the whole point of it. It receives energy. So, okay. And however you want to, go for it. I touched on it just now, but feel good to feel good. Not with anything in mind, not with something that you 
think you have to do. Like something that makes me feel really good is having a blanket on and reading a non self-development book. So a fiction I love, even though it's suspense or mysteries, I love that. I feel like cozy and comfortable and just, it, it like makes me feel really good. There's no outcome other than enjoying reading a book or some people love laying out in the sunshine for 20 minutes or getting a green juice because it sounds good or going to sit at a coffee shop to do work instead just because you like being out in that environment and smelling the espresso. Whatever it is, feel good to feel good. Not with any sort of outcome, not with any sort of mindset behind it, but just doing things that make you feel good for the pure reason of feeling good. I know that's kind of out there. But I was the person that only did things because I thought it would get me somewhere. I would do a manifestation ritual because I thought it would make something happen. I would do um, a workout because I thought it would make me lose weight. I would eat a certain way because it would have X, Y, and Z. And now I do things like watching a Christmas movie because it makes me feel good and puts me in the Christmas mood or Christmas spirit. Reading a book doing the stretch, recording podcast. I love it. Like I don't care if there's zero listeners or 200,000. I enjoy doing that. Little things like that. I love cooking. I love it. Sometimes I'm just like, I want to bake something. What do I have here? Like just because I'm not giving it to anyone. I don't even really care what it tastes like, but I enjoy baking and listening to my podcast and being with the food. Like that's a creation portal for me. Okay. And then The last one, and this one's huge because this will activate your receiving, your ability to receive from the universe and the things going on in life. Allow people to take care of you or the things that you may need done. When somebody offers to watch the kids so you can go out for a date night, take them up. Someone offers to take your groceries outside, allow them. When somebody gives you, buys your coffee at the shop and you're the person that's like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. Allow them. I even caught myself. I went to lunch with a friend last week and they brought the ticket out and she put her card down. She's like, it's on me. And I was like, oh no. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. There, like allow people to do things for you. Allow your kids to take the dog for a walk because they want to be outside. Allow your husband to you know, do laundry. Even if you're worried, (laughs) you might put the pinks in with the whites, whatever it is, allow it, allow it, allow it. Because if you can't even get comfortable allowing simple things like that, how are you going to allow bigger things into your life? How are you going to allow the influx of business? How are you going to allow the influx of money? How are you going to allow yourself to be taken care of at a spa because you have the money to do that? allow, allow, allow. When it gets uncomfortable, allow more. And I say all of this as a recovering control freak, so I get it. But this one's huge and this one will change your life. Allow it, allow it, allow it. Thank people for taking care of you and allow it some more. So I'm going to wrap it up there. I don't want to keep it too long. I just think that this is super important and such an important lesson for probably most women to implement into their lives. And this is stuff I have implemented and I continue to implement and work with all the time. So it's a lesson that will keep popping up in bigger forms for sure, but it gets easier and it gets more fun. And just even being in that kind of like, Ooh, I'm taking care of no matter what. It's kind of like 
sexy and desire and and all of that. And if you haven't listened, I think it was last week's podcast, I talked about alter egos. If it's really hard for you to receive as you are um, or to allow things, create an alter ego that loves to be taken care of. Come up with some like Queenie and think of that kind of like vibe of like, what would Queenie do? Queenie'd let people do the dishes. Queenie would let people carry the groceries out. Queenie would let somebody put gas in a car. Queenie definitely would let her friend buy her lunch. Queenie would accept the free coffee. Like whatever it is, create your own alter ego around it till it becomes second nature for you. So I hope that helps. Let me know if you have any questions. If you're needing help with this on a deeper level or want me hands-on in your life and issues that you're working through, I have availability open for my one-on-one coaching. The link is in the show notes. And lastly, it means the world when you guys leave reviews. If you could leave a review and rate us, rate me five stars, I would love you. That's how um, iTunes knows to recommend it to other listeners. I would really appreciate it. But in the meantime, you guys mean the world to me, and I can't wait to see what you create this week. Love you. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.